Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 31, August 14th, 2016, with your host, Mid Thank you all for listening. Today's show, we are going to look at the top answers to the, well, not even the top answers, the answers to the top 10 questions on Google concerning cannabis. I like to play games. I play games all the time. As soon as my brain sees that um, that question, I want to answer, and I don't want to see what the real answer is. That's what we're going to play today. We're going to look at the answer. I'm going to tell you what I feel about it, and then we're going to look at what the website says. Who knows what's right? I guess we'll take the internet, right? The internet's always correct. So, question number one. Will I get higher if I hold in my hit longer? Okay, my whole life I've been told this is true. Until maybe the last three years. Over the last three years I've been hearing radio shows talk about just taking it in and then exhaling it out. I know vaping, a lot of people say vaping, just take it in and get it out. I Will I get higher if I hold in my hit longer? I think the answer is going to be no. Let's see what we see. Oh, and by the way, this is from herb.co, formerly the Stoner's Cookbook. So that's a familiar one. Answer. When we all smoked for the first time, we were told to hold in the hit as long as possible to maximize our high. However, this simply is not true. More than 95% of the THC is absorbed into the system within seconds of inhaling. It's 95%. So if you want to get 100%, you hold it, right? Number two, if I smoke before exercising, will I increase endurance? Hmm, endurance. Um, Few experiences with this. I lived in Hawaii for a little while, and I would bike every day to work about 12 miles to work in the morning. Sometimes we would smoke before we'd go. And I think your mind was just off of it. It was mind over body at that time. You weren't hurting because you were just kind of stoned. So if I smoke before exercising, will I increase endurance? I don't know anything about the science, but I would say yes, just because your mind's off of it. Answer. Exercising while high is great for many reasons. Cannabis raises metabolism, helps with muscle recovery after the workout, and yes, can even help to increase endurance. Cannabinoid receptors in our brain are calmed by the THC, reducing anxiety and increasing stamina. All right, there we go. Number three, is weed stronger now than it was in the 1970s? And I'm taking huge hits because I had no idea. I didn't know they've been working on this shit like it's the cure for cancer. I didn't understand the fucking technology that's gotten into making pot so powerful. Because when I was a kid, you could just smoke a joint for a while. Now you take two hits and you go insane. It's not doable anymore. And I, I was taking big hits, like big 1970s jean jacket bad company hits. I you hear that all the time in the argument for legalization, and I would say it has to be stronger. Um, just by people using technology. I mean, look at the Olympics. Olympics going on right now. Do people get faster, stronger, um, faster, stronger, better, quicker, jump further, bigger muscle? Yes. That's what records are always broken. 
Is wheat stronger now than it was in the 1970s? If it's not, then we're doing something wrong. Answer. Have any older smoking buddies ever commented on the fact that the cannabis of today is nothing like they had years ago? That's because compared to samples from the 1970s, today's cannabis is 57 to 67% stronger. Good. That means you just don't have to smoke as much, right? Number four. How did cannabis become so potent? I think people are just getting, getting better at it. This picture, by the way, on here is beautiful. Of I don't know what it is, but it's got lots of crystals and orange hairs. But <laughs> science. Science makes everything better. And customer base, people want more. Answer. In years past, before legalization of any kind, more than 60% of America's cannabis was smuggled in from Colombia. This weed wasn't just buds, it was a mixture of leaves, stems, and flowers, all jumbled up together. As cannabis knowledge grew, so did more and more potent plants. Alright, they're blaming it on imports. I believe it. That brickweed, ugh, didn't even know what I was smoking. Just, yeah. So glad to be able to have, just have good knocks. Just glad. Number five. Is there a way to reduce my high quickly? Um, why would you want to do that? Hmm. I have heard my, a lot of my experience has been whenever you eat, your high goes down. So a lot of times I don't eat. I don't get the munchies. My brain's affected to, I want to be high longer, so I don't eat. Um, is there a way to reduce my high quickly? I would say eat something. Um, Shower doesn't do it. Shower knocks you out. I have it so many times where you're thinking, all right, I'm feeling like I need a little energizer to go get a shower. Bad idea. It um, turns you into bone swings, right? Boneless. All right, is there a way to reduce my high quickly? Answer. We've all made the mistake of overindulging. Hmm. Not sure about that. For beginners... The heart racing effects can be somewhat scary, but there's no need to fear. Three simple and time-tested methods of reducing an overwhelming high are drink very cold water or juice, eat spicy foods, or try eating a citrus fruit. The terpenes in the fruit help the, to stop the unwanted effects. Hmm. I think I have heard that because I know with tripping, acid kind of made it more so. Or I mean, the citrus kind of made it more. Drink very cold water or juice. Interesting. I'll have to remember not to do these things. <laughs> Note to self. Do not do these things. Do not drink cold water or juice. Do not eat spicy foods. And do not eat citrus fruit while um, uh, consuming. If you do not want to lose your high. Ah, oh, man. That's disappointing. Because I really like a good citrus fruit juice. Cold. So, remember that. Alright, number six. Where can I find a medical marijuana doctor? Um, right now, there I know out of Fairbanks, if we want to get someone from Anchorage to come up to Fairbanks, we they're looking at needing about 50 people that they're going to want on a list to come up and do it for us. Um, and I believe it was $200. Yeah, I believe $200. My contact that I have on Facebook is Lori Brandt. She is from, she, I don't know, maybe she must work there, Relief Alaska. They are in uh, Anchorage, and they do clinics, and depending on what you need, there are different options. 
I know, but like I said, in Fairbanks, if we want them to come up to Fairbanks, we need about 50 people on the list. So, um, I don't know if you, if you're interested, contact me. That that's again, Lori Brandt, get in touch with her B R A N D T of Le- uh, relief, Alaska, R E L E A F Alaska. So back to the question answer, where can I find medical marijuana doctor? I know when my doctor, when I talked to her, she was not excited about even, <laughs> she was not excited. So where you find it, Lori Brandt is my best option. There are been other people that come through and I've seen it for 300. Who knows what's better? Lori Brandt seems pretty good. Answer. If you're lucky enough to live in a state with legal cannabis, finding a doctor should be a piece of cake. A quick Google search can reveal the best and brightest cannabis trained physicians in your area. Be sure to check patient ratings and reviews before choosing a doctor to ensure you're selecting the current one for your individual needs. Number seven, can I make dabs at home? (laughs) Answer, if you have the skills and equipment. It takes a lot of skills and a lot of equipment. So can you make dabs at home safely? A lot of skills, a lot of equipment. I say yes. Dangerous for the inexperienced. In the back. You gotta be careful in that motherfucker. All they got back there is concentrate, spackle, sparkle, wax, butter, dabs, or whatever the fuck you wanna call it. You be thinking to yourself, much motherfucking weed is I done smoke. I ain't scared of shit. I don't give a fuck what type of motherfucking weed it is. That's what you be saying. Then they come over and put that little thing on there and walk off. And you be like, that little booger right there can't hurt no motherfucking body. Don't you believe it. It's like hitting 300 blunts at the same damn time. At the same damn time. I fucked around and got my high high. You realize how difficult that is to do? You know when you done got too motherfucking high. You answer. Many of us don't want to settle for store-bought concentrates. We want to make our own. Dabs and other concentrates can be dangerous to make, but luckily some true cannabis enthusiasts discovered a way to safely make them at home using just a hair straightener and some parchment paper. Hmm. I do not know if that works. I've seen a lot. Uh, Interesting. Maybe I will try that. Put that in a show. What do you guys think? Hair straightener and some parchment paper? I don't know. Question eight. What is the difference between indica and sativa? Answer. Indicauchtica and sativa diva. Indicauchtica, it's going to be take you downtown, uh, much more calmer, sit back, watch a movie, go to sleep, take a shower, um, enjoy a good meal. Sativa, up moving around during the day, um, hiking, you're exercising. I'm personally Steve. I like being up and around. I'm not sure about being locked, but I like Indica too. It was just remarking to a friend this morning that had a great high going on last night and um, fell asleep. Love the falling asleep high. And you know it's a good one when you still have herb left in your pipe left over. Wake up the next morning, you go down and still packed. That was a good night. You got all you needed. So answer.
Africa. He was looking to sell some weed. He was doing fine. They were standing in line. It was excellent weed indeed. When he came across this young man who was likewise peddling pot, and the devil slid down the beach to the kid and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you kind of figured I'm a reefer head, of course. And after all this time, I guess that I'm a connoisseur of sorts. Now your stuff smells okay, but this could tranquilize a horse. I'll bet a million in cash against your stash, cause I think mine's better than yours. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and you ain't smoked nothing yet. One hit of this grass, I'll kick your ass, you got yourself a bed. Johnny, roll a ball of hash and make sure it's the bomb. Cause the devil's got the kind of stuff they smoked in Vietnam. You'll get a million smackaroos in cash if you can cope. But if you can't, the devil will get your dope. The devil packed a bong with a little Acapulco gold And resin flew from his fingertips as he fired up his bowl He filled that chamber all the way and he took a mighty hit And as they passed it back and forth, it gave them both a coffin fit When the bowl was finished, Johnny said, Hey man, that stuff was great, but fill your lungs with some of this and prepare to vegetate. Cannabis sativa, sweet Mary Jane. The devil's in the backyard crying his brain. Zigzag filled with a diggity dank. Hold on tight, it'll hit you like a tank. The devil nodded off because he knew that he was stoned And he asked if he could buy an ounce of the stuff that Johnny owned Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to catch a buzz I done told you once, you son of a bitch, mine's the best there ever was And they fired up doobies one by one Ain't it gonna stop till the bag is done Green as a bullfrog, sticky ass glue Granny, do you get high? Yes, I do The official answer. What is the difference between indica and sativa? Even some experienced smokers don't understand the difference between these two different types of cannabis. Indica strains are meant to calm, relax, and reduce anxiety. Something that would best be smoked at night, helping to achieve a restful sleep. Sativa strains induce creativity and heightened energy. Great for use during wake and bake. Ah, uh, wake and bake is my favorite time. It must be why I like the sativas. It is so good to now be in a legalized time when... We can, we're going to be going to the store and we're going to know, we're going to have sativa or indica in our, in our reach, two different jars or whatever we want. Nighttime, we go into the indica. Daytime, we stay with sativa instead of just whatever our guy had. I've never been fortunate enough to grow until recently with legalized and just put it outside and having a great time with that. But it's for consumers, legalized cannabis is so good. The benefits for consumers. You know what you're smoking. You know what you're getting. You have top quality people. Think about it. Yes, it's legal to grow right now. I'm growing right now. I don't know what I'm doing. I am growing inferior cannabis. It's fine. It's going to do what it needs to do. But if I want to get good quality cannabis, I'm going to have to go pay someone who knows how to make good quality cannabis. That's what I'm talking about. I don't, I'm not a good tomato grower. I go to the store and buy tomatoes. 
I don't know how to make ice, make ice cream. I pay someone to make ice cream. I don't know, know how to make good cannabis. I'm going to pay someone to make my good cannabis. Hmm. All right. Number nine. Can I become addicted to cannabis? Um, I believe the answer to this one is no. But psychologically, I believe you can become addicted to anything. It just becomes routine. I would probably say that I would be addicted to the routine of cannabis. I like the ceremony of it, pulling out the pipe, loading it up, putting things away, grinding things, sitting back, the in, the out, the inhale, exhale. Um, so maybe the culture, the lifestyle can be addicting. I do not believe physio physiologically, biologically, you can be addicted to cannabis. Let's check out the official answer. No. The answer is and always has been no. While it might be possible for individuals to form a mental need or want to smoke, there are no properties or chemicals in cannabis that make it physically addicting, like heroin or meth, which cause withdrawals and severe symptoms when discontinuing use. Uh, speaking of withdrawals, opioids. What a great substitute cannabis for the opioids. So let's, um, let's keep legalizing. Last question. Number 10. Why is cannabis still illegal? <laughs> Why is it illegal? Pharmaceutical companies are the big one. They don't want you to have weed, because if you had weed, you wouldn't need to buy a lot of their shit. If you had weed, you wouldn't need sleeping pills. Smoke pot, jerk off, and try to stay away. Seriously. If you can smoke pot, jerk off, and stay away, you should be a Navy SEAL. You should be fighting for freedom. It is still illegal because people in control are afraid of losing control. They cannot imagine that there's a group of society that wants to do something that this particular individual finds morally repugnant, wrong, and yet they just don't, I don't want to say don't understand, have never experienced and I guess you'll say, don't knock it to get try it. There's a lot of things that I do not want to try that I um, have pretty much made my mind up on. Putting a drill to my forehead. You know, I, I don't want to do that. Um, are, what, what are we going to do? And, and speaking of this, why is cannabis still illegal? I, I saw Diane Hutchinson is going for, she has applied for the empty CCB board. CCB um, seat. Now, wow. If she gets that seat, there is no chance. She says she's in there to protect the kids and she is off the uh, the Fairbanks Borough Assembly this fall. Sean Tacky, I believe, is still running unopposed. We'll have her seat. Can a friendly Borough Assemblyman is gonna is what we need. Not that we don't have them already, but it's gonna be so beautiful to replace Diane Hutchison with Sean Tacky. But she's looking for another seat, and that other seat is the CCB seat. We cannot have that happen. Hundred people if she's chosen. I don't know. Governor Walker says he's not gonna be doing that. He is going to be choosing someone of industry. We shall see. Again, why is cannabis still illegal? There are afraid people. There are some people that see that there's a chance for money and just freedom. 
just freedom. The people in control are afraid of the silly thoughts that cannabis comes with. Silly thoughts. Answer. Why is cannabis still illegal? This might be the best question of all. While more than half the United States have chosen to legalize some form of cannabis, the federal government still refuses to remove cannabis from the list of Schedule I drugs. There are many, many answers as to why cannabis remains illegal, but the most likely reasons are because the government has yet to discover exactly how to regulate the herb on a federal level. While we all might be aware that this is a load of hullabaloo, that is the most common answer. Alright, we are looking at... The feds are don't know what necessarily to do on the federal level. So we are just be, we the experiment. <clears throat> it's a good thing. Democracy and federalism. It is, and the Republic, the idea of the Republic, we are supposed to be able to have this, the laboratory of ideas in the States and try things out. When those things are successful, they're adopted by the federal government to apply to all the States. When they fail, you don't want to touch them. Why apply something that's not working? We have, Washington, Colorado, Oregon, Alaska, right now leading the charge. We have Alaska trying to get on-site consumption. People are afraid to be first. I say, let's do it. Charge. I hope we're ready for next year's uh, tourist season with on-site consumption. Seems like it's going to be a little while yet. Maybe, maybe when the tourist season, you know, you know, that spring break time when we have a lot of things going on in Fairbanks. I'll, I'll be excited for that. But, all right, there you go. Top 10 questions asked on Google. There are your answers. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud. Search Mid Toker. See you.